Great to see you all this evening. Amen. So excited. It's been a wonderful conference so far. Amen. Can you say amen? And just want to, you know, I don't know what's going to happen tonight. So Dylan, thank you so much for joining us. It's been such an honor to have you. And um, amen. Um, we're going we're gonna to get to ministry really soon, but I just have something I want to share with you real quick, if that's okay. With that, I'm so glad you're all okay with that. Amen. I just want you to know you all look so beautiful tonight. You know, amen. Thank you, Brett. <laughs> he just always says nice things about me. <laughs> Maybe the Bible has something to say about people like that. <laughs> you know, I know that many of you have been really seeking God. You know, many of you have been fasting and praying, and I don't think there's a person in the room that doesn't have a need or a desire in some way that you are looking for something or desiring something from the Lord. Let me see by a show of hands, how many of you are trusting God for something this evening? Amen. I know I am. Amen. Praise God. I don't think I saw any hands stay down. If I, did, if I didn't see your hands stay down, that's okay. You know, this evening I want to encourage you. And, and you know, it was amazing because last night while Dylan was busy ministering, I, I, I knew that, that, you know, this came to me, this message. And, and, I, and I thought, you know, I really need to minister this. And then I thought, you know, but we're going you know, to be praying for everybody. It's going to take a lot of time. And then again, you know, when I got home last night, it just was so strong on me that I needed to, to, to minister this word. So I actually, I actually worked on this last night in the very early hours of the night, morning. <laughs> and, and it was amazing because I absolutely know that this word tonight is, is, is the word of the Lord for you. And, and I'm so excited to share it with you because... Because I just know there are people here that are, are trusting God for deliverance. You know, may, maybe it's not even for you that you trust in the Lord for deliverance. It might be for a child. It might be for a, for a friend. It might be, maybe it's a husband or a wife that you're trusting God for deliverance. I know that there are definitely people here that are, are, are wanting a breakthrough in some area of their life. I know, that, I know that I need some breakthrough. There's areas that I need breakthrough, you know. You know, one of the things that, this time of year always does for me personally is it's one of the times, it's the time of the year that I want to draw closer to God. You know, I really am trusting the Lord during this time to, you know, as I, as I desire and seek to draw closer to Him, I ask that He will draw closer to my heart too, you know, and draw me in. You know, the Holy Spirit draws us to Him. I, I, want, to, I want to draw closer to Him. But I want to show you a couple of things, a couple of stories. We know most of these stories and, and I want to I wanna, I wanna really encourage you tonight because I truly believe the way that you come in here this evening and the way that you've been trusting God for this breakthrough, deliverance, healing, whatever it is you're seeking from God, a closer walk with Him, I want you to know that I, I truly believe that you are very much a part of how you will receive that. You know, I want, I want to, I'm, going to, I'm going to take up an offering real quick. Let's go to Luke 6, verse 37. I'm joking. I'm not going to take up an offering. Okay? <laughs> Luke 6, 37. It says, Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Contem condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Given it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put into your bosom. 
Now watch. With the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. With the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. There are laws, spiritual laws, like sowing and reaping. And these laws go far beyond giving financially, guys. These laws exist in the kingdom of God, and they are very powerful principles. And one of the things we see when it comes to the kingdom is the measure that we sow, or the measure that we give, or the measure that we invest, or the measure that we anticipate, we will also see that same measure respond to us. And so I want you to keep that in mind this evening. With the same measure that I use, it will be measured back to me. Let's go to Mark 5, verse 21. This is a famous story in Scripture. And it was so, I was like, I'm going to read half the story. And then I was like, no, I can't do that. Mark 5, 21. In fact, Dylan, I think, touched a little bit on the story, part of it yesterday. But let's just go there. Mark 5, 21. Now, when Jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side, a great multitude gathered to him. And he was by the sea, and behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, Jairus by name, and when he saw him, fell at his feet, so powerful, and begged him earnestly, saying, my little daughter lies at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her, that she may be healed, and she will live. And so Jesus went with him. Now watch this. This is what I want to show you. A great multitude followed him, and they thronged him. In other words, while he was walking, they were touching him. They were rubbing against him. Jesus was walking, and it wasn't like they were looking at him, and they were thronging him. They were following him. They were, they were trying to get close to him. And there were multiple. The multitude, the Bible says, was thronging him. And that's how it is in the kingdom. There are many people that have a desire to be touched by him. They, 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 they literally, we, we throng him, we, we want from him, we want to receive from him, we want the blessing, we want the healing, we want the deliverance, and we know that he's the one who can give it to us. But in the midst of the multitude, something incredible happens. The Bible says, it says, now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians she had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather she grew worse. Her condition was getting worse and worse and worse. And she's watching the multitude thronging Jesus. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. She touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. And immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. Now listen, I can preach this and we can talk all about everything here, but, but I want to make a specific point to you this evening. It's interesting how she has a desperation. She has a deep desire. She's been to the doctor. She's tried everything she can and she hasn't been healed, but she, she's heard about this Jesus. She's heard that he's a healer. She's accepted. She's made a decision in her heart that if she can just touch him, if she can just get to the very, just the little corner of him, she can be healed. But I want you to understand that at the same time, there are people that are fully grabbing him and thronging him. 
So she's not the only one that's touching him. Many are touching him. Verse 30 says, And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? This is a ridiculous question. (laughs) Everybody's thronging him. Everybody's touching him. But when she touched him, something different was taking place. There was a desperation. There was a faith. Her touch was different to the touch of the others. And so when she touched him, immediately heaven responds through Jesus and heals her. And Jesus could feel that power had gone out of him and turns around and says to the multitude who's touching him, who touched me? I want you to think about that. I want you to understand that, that in our walk with God, we want God to touch us, but we don't all approach him with that type of desperation. Yes, we go to him recognizing that he has the ability to heal us. He has the ability to touch us. He has the ability to encounter us. But how do we go to him? I've prayed for thousands of people over the years. And one thing has always stood out to me. That when I'm laying hands on someone and I can see the desperation, I don't have to do anything. There's no effort on my part. I just watch. I watch God. And then I get to other people that are busy looking around and looking at me. Bad idea. I'm just, I'm just the conduit. I'm not the healer. There is a healer in heaven. Listen, this woman, this woman, she believed. You know, they, I've heard so many stories and the ways that they describe the story, how she, you know, how she stretched out and she was on the ground claw, crawling and all of that. I don't know what she did. All I know is that her reach was so desperate. Her, her, her hunger was so intense that when she touched him, heaven responded immediately. It, it's, it was like, you know, obviously Jesus did the miracle, but it was almost like, like he had no choice. He had no choice. But his disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you and you say, who touched me? And he looked around and he, he looked around to see who had done this thing. He knew exactly who it was. I want you to think about that for a moment. He knew exactly what she, what, what she had done. She knew, he knew exactly who she was, but he made a point of making an example out of this. Why did he do that? The Bible doesn't just write that there were many thronging him. How many times in Scripture do you see the Bible say that many people throng Jesus? But in this story, the writers of the story and the Holy Spirit, more than the writers, wanted you to know that there will always be those going to him. But there will only be a few that will go with that type of hunger, that type of hunger, that will go with that type of expectancy that will go with that type of desperation. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Her faith 
was unusual. It was outstanding. It was so beautiful. Let's go to Mark 10, verse 46. I don't want to camp there. I want you to see something. Let's go to the next story. Now, they came to Jericho. As he went out to Jericho, his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timus, sat by the road begging. So when Jesus came to Jericho, him and his disciples, there was, there was this blind Bartimaeus, and he was standing at the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And then many warned him to be quiet. But he cried out all the more, the Bible says. Don't let anyone give you an excuse to stop believing for your miracle. Don't let anyone stop you from trusting and believing that God can touch you. Don't believe for one minute because it looks really difficult and it looks really bad. Don't let anyone stop you from believing for that deliverance for that child that you're praying for. This blind Bartimaeus, he wasn't willing to be quiet for anybody. Even when they came and said to him, be quiet. The Bible says he, he cried out all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. And I love this. The Bible says Jesus stood still. How many of you want him to stop for you? How many of you are believing this evening that he'll stop for you? Come on church, listen. I need you to go to a new level tonight. I need you to go to a new place tonight. Why won't He stop for you this evening? Come on, somebody. The Bible says, So Jesus stood still and commanded Him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to Him, Go, or be of good cheer, rise. He's calling you. This is a good moment. And throwing aside his garments, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I might, may receive my sight. And then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. This unusual faith. Once again, and this beautiful man is healed from his infirmity when everyone was trying to tell him, keep quiet, man. Don't be so radical. Don't, don't trust so much. Don't get so excited about the Lord. You know, I don't want you to be disappointed. Well, what if God doesn't heal you? But what if He does heal you? Well, you know, what, what, if, I, what, if, what if I don't get touched again? Well, what if He touches you this time? Well, you know, what if, what if, what if I don't see the breakthrough? Well, what if you do see the breakthrough? The question is, are you willing to be the one shouting? Are you willing to be the one that will go through the crowds and risk your reputation and even being arrested because you, you're doing what's completely not allowed? With the same measure, 
it will be measured back to you. When we are, are willing to say, Lord, my focus, my mind, my heart, Lord, I, 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 Lord I'm not asking, I have to meet with you. I, I can't not meet with you, Lord. Lord, please come, Lord, Lord. You can't go before him and, 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 and just be like, well, you know, we'll see. You know, I want to see, you know. You know, well, maybe the Lord's in this place, you know. You'll get maybe an answer. That's a guarantee. I don't know why I'm running on the stage. <laughs> Let's go to 2 Kings 13. I love this story. This is such a beautiful story. I'm almost done. This will be my first closing. <laughs> Second Kings 13, verse 14. Elisha had become sick with the illness of which he would die. Then Joash, the king of Israel, came down to him and wept over his face and said, Oh, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and their horsemen. This king was basically what he was doing when he did this. He was declaring that he recognized that Elisha was Israel's true defense. That it was only through, through the Lord, his faith in the Lord and, and this precious man of God that he could hear the voice of God. You know, one thing about prophets in the Old Testament is they were the convicting voice of God. Do you know that you have the Holy Spirit doing the exact same thing right now? Convicting, speaking to you, drawing you, telling you, listen, I want you to step out. Telling you, listen, I want you to have great faith. The Holy Spirit is operating just like the prophets of old did. That doesn't mean we don't need prophets today. All I'm trying to tell you is that the same way that, that this guy, this this this, this king recognized that if the prophet wasn't going to be there, he would be in big trouble. That, that convicting voice of God, that defense of Israel, the protection of Israel was, was absolutely, this prophet was necessary for it. That's why he said these words when he, when he said, he said, oh, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and their horsemen. And then Elisha said to him, take a bow, take a bow and some arrows. So he took himself a bow and some arrows. Then he said to the king of Israel, put your hand on the bow. So he put his hand on it, and Elisha put his hands on the king's hands. Now watch this. And he said, open the east window. So I want you to imagine it. The east would be that side. Let's just say for argument's sake. The east is this side. He opens the window. The Bible says, and he said, open the east window, and he opened it. Then Elisha said, shoot. And he shot and he said, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of deliverance from, the, and de of deliverance from Syria, for you must, strike the, the, you must strike the Syrians at Apec till you have destroyed them. Let's read it again. Verse 17, and he said, open the east window. And he opened it. Then Elisha said, shoot. And he shot. And he said, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of deliverance from Syria. For you must strike the Syrians at Apec till you have destroyed them. So he says, listen, that arrow, this arrow that you're going to shoot out the window, it represents your deliverance. It represents your deliverance. And you will be delivered from Syria. Now, now I've read this so many times. Watch this now. 
Then he said, take the arrows. Watch this. Take the arrows. What arrows? The other arrows in his little quiver of arrows. He says, take the arrows. So he took them and he said to the king of Israel, strike the ground. So he struck three times and stopped. What does this look like? This is not this. One, two, three, or four, or five. That's not what he did. What he did was he took an arrow and he shot it out the window and the arrow had to strike the ground. The deliverance that was promised was that he had to take the arrow, shoot it out the window, and the arrow had to strike the ground. Are you with me? Now let's say there's a, there's a little, I don't know what they call it. A, it's not a bar, a quiver. The quiver of arrow, arrow, arrows. And let's say the quiver of, quiver of arrows has 12 arrows. So what he does is, the Bible says that, then he, then he said to him, take the arrows. So he took them. And he said to the king of arrows, strike the ground. So he struck three times. Now this thing is full of arrows. He takes one arrow and he shoots it out the window. He takes another arrow and he shoots it out the window. He takes a third arrow and he shoots it out the window and he stops. But God has said to him, the prophet has said to him, listen, if you take these arrows, they represent your deliverance. And he's thinking, you know what? Three arrows. Man, I'm doing the act three times. That's good enough. And the man of God was angry with him and said, you should have struck five or six times. Then you, then you, will, you, you would have struck Syria till you had destroyed it. But now you will strike Syria only three times. What's happening here? His response to the word was weak. The promise was, listen, if you shoot that arrow out the window, you're gonna be completely delivered. What he should have done is he should have grabbed an arrow and shot it, 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 grabbed an arrow and shot it. And then when there were no more arrows, he should have said, is there any more arrows? But instead, because, you know, he just felt, well, the word of the Lord says, if this is the deliverance of Israel, there's one arrow. That's really powerful. Let me just do three more for safety's sake. But you see, that's how we are as believers, for safety's sake. You know, we're just going to have a little bit of faith. We, Jesus is a healer. You know, we know he's going to touch us. We know he's going to uh, uh, baptize us with his spirit. We know he's going to send his fire. We know he's going to deliver us. We know he's going to encounter us. We know he's going to give us breakthrough. But there are two types of people, the ones who only grab three arrows and the ones who take every arrow out of the, out of the quiver. Every arrow they shoot. Every arrow they shoot. The next arrow they shoot. The next arrow they shoot. Why? Because their response, their response to the word, the measure that they use in their response is, is, is going to bring them true breakthrough. And I'm here to tell you this evening that with the same measure you desire breakthrough, you will receive it. With the same measure that you desire healing, you will receive it. Watch this now. Let's go to Luke 18, verse 1. Are you guys okay? I'm almost done. <laughs> then he spoke a parable to them. This is Jesus who spoke the parable. That men always ought to pray and not lose heart, saying, 
there was a certain city, and there was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard men. Now, there was a widow in that, in that city, and she came to him saying, get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterwards he said within himself, though I do not fear God nor regard men, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Then the Lord said, hear what the unjust the unjust judge said, and shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bear long with them? Now watch, this is Jesus, guys. Take it to the bank. If he says that this is the way it is, you better know this is the truth. That's really poor. He says, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find with the same measure that you trust, with the same measure that you believe? If you believe like the woman with the issue of blood, which says your faith has made you well, like blind Bartimaeus, listen, the way you were crying out, brother, your faith has made you well. Are you going to be like the one, that, like, the, like, like the king that decided, listen, you know, I know God's word is true. I know the promise is true. Let me just, you know, three arrows. And if you go study it prophetically, they didn't get the victory that they could have got because, they, because he didn't obey fully. Or, or let me put it to you this way. He didn't anticipate it. He didn't have that hunger. He didn't have that desire. okay okay now watch this everybody knows this scripture so well but let's just go there real quick but I want to read it to you out of the amplified version because what it does is it shows you the correct just watch let's go to Matthew 7 7 how many of you know the scripture knock and the door will be opened watch this Matthew 7, 7 in the Amplified says, keep on asking and it will be given you. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking reverently and the door will be open to you. You may not get the breakthrough immediately, but keep on knocking. You may not see the miracle in the time that you hope to see it, but keep on asking. You may not see it exactly in the timing that you expected, but keep on seeking. Come on, church. I'm here to tell you this evening that God wants to meet with you, but with the same measure that you approach Him, so He will measure and, and respond to your hunger and your thirst. Listen, this is the truth. The Bible says that He will fill those who are hungry and thirsty. You have to have a desire this evening. I know some of you have been trusting and seeking. I know some of you are so desperate and so hungry. And I want you to know this, that because of the measure that you've trusted Him, the measure that you've desired Him, I want to tell you this evening that He's going to meet with you in this place. He's going to encounter you in this place. But I also want to say this to you. 
If you've come here this evening and you don't have that type of hunger, you don't have that type of faith or desire, change it now. Change it now. Don't wait till tomorrow. Listen, the woman with the issue of blood had one moment. She had one second. Jesus was not going to stop for her. He was on his way. You might have arrived here this evening thinking, oh, well, maybe something will happen. Watch. Oh, nothing happened again. Or you can come up here and you, you don't even care whether it's Joshua that lays hands on you. You don't care who it is that touches you because the touch that you're looking for doesn't come from any man. The touch that you're looking for comes from the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And listen to me, church. His Word is true. His Word is true. His Word is true. With the same measure that you come before Him, that's the measure that you'll receive. So before I call you up this evening, I want to challenge you. I believe the Lord is in this place. And I know how much He loves you. But the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please Him. If you want to see If you want to see my imperfections, you don't have to look long. You'll see them real quick. But you didn't come here for a touch from me, guys. So tonight, before I call you up, I want us to take a moment. And I want you to speak to Him. And I want you to take a moment and bring this desire, this, this, this thing that you're trusting Him for, before Him. But don't do it with only three arrows. He wants to touch you. He wants to fill you. But it's the ones who keep knocking. It's the ones who keep asking. Those are the ones that receive. You can never give up. You have to have faith. You have to believe that He'll touch you. And He will touch you this evening. That I have no doubt about. So let's bow our heads. Father, this evening, this evening, God, Father, I thank you for unusual faith, for unusual faith. I thank you, God, That you don't look the way that we look, God. You see so differently to us. We always look at the outward expression, what we see with our eyes and with, and with, our, with our, our mind's eye even. But you, Father, your word says so clearly that you always look at the heart. So, Father, give us hearts this evening. Hearts that would be like blind Bartimaeus. Hearts, Lord, that would be 
like the woman with the issue of blood. Let us have this faith that you can do anything. So I set myself in agreement tonight with these in this place, Lord, for breakthrough, for deliverance, for healing, for empowering, for a closer walk, whatever it is, God, that they're trusting you for. Father, all according to your will that you would just, you would just pour out. Lord, like that scripture says, good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over, God. Let the windows of heaven open up over this place this evening. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would come in a marvelous way because God, you are a marvelous God. There is none like you. Holy Spirit, you are always faithful. You are so good. You are so good. And we ask tonight that you will touch every single person in this building, Father, even those that are connected online in their rooms and couldn't make it, maybe they're sick or whatever it is. God, I pray tonight that they're measured with the same measure that they come to you, there would be a measured response from heaven that would touch their lives, that would encounter them in a, in a fresh way this evening, God. Lord, we didn't come here to meet with a man or, or with men or, 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 or to just go through the motions, but tonight, God, let us come into this place with that hunger, with that passion, Lord. Lord, I picture the person standing before the door, before the door that's knocking, knocking with an intensity, like, like the woman that went before the judge that just wouldn't let up. She just wouldn't stop. She just came believing and came trusting. And that was an unjust judge. Are you, Father, not a just judge? Are you not a good Father who will clearly and undeniably and undoubtedly hear from heaven when we come before you desperate for more of you? Lord, I pray tonight that you would encounter people. I pray that demons would flee. I pray that people would be set free from bondages, that oppressions would be broken, Father. Let no one leave this place tonight the same way that they came in. And Lord, let it not be by might. Let it not be by power, but let it be by your sweet Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you. I thank you tonight. I thank you because I can even feel right now how the faith is increasing in the room and you are gonna meet with us and we will, we even now in advance give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise in the mighty name that is above every name. Lord, touch them, touch them, touch them this evening. Touch every person, Lord. I give you thanks for it right now. I am so grateful to you, Father. I'm so grateful to you. So thankful to you, Holy Spirit. Because you, Lord, you are good. And your mercy endures forever. Forever. Never the same, Lord. Never the same, never the same. Never the same, Father. Just touch your Holy Spirit right now. Oh, Lord, I thank you. No one can love like you do, Lord. Because your love is so deep. It's so great. Father, I thank you that everything is redeemed. Time is redeemed. I thank you that she never missed it, Lord. Lord, I thank you that the struggle comes to an end even tonight in this place. Man, Lord, I thank you for your fire even now that burns in her heart, God. Lord, that fire can only come from the coals of your throne room. 
your, your heavenly fire, Lord, that, that changes our hearts, that draws us to you. You're doing it even now, God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. And I, I, I hear the Lord say to you, have you not looked and seen what I have done, even in your own house? The work that I have begun. Do you see those around you? Not only your children, but even your grandchildren. Do you see how they love me and how they serve me? Father, I thank you that good fruit has come from this precious lady. And it's only the beginning. Father, I thank you for more, 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 Lord. I thank you for, for your love. I thank you for your presence. Lord, I thank you for holy desperation this evening. Touch her even in her body, Father. I thank you for it in Jesus' name. This precious man, Lord, touch him. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name. Just fill him, Lord. I can't do it, but you can do it, Lord. Come now, Holy Spirit. Just touch him now. Right there. Yes. Not only in the natural. And not only in the spiritual, but even in the natural. Touch him, Lord. Even in his heart. This evening. Make him whole, God. And I thank you for it right now. I thank you for new beginnings, Lord. I thank you for a fresh start. I thank you for a clean slate. I thank you for a new page for this precious woman. Touch her, Lord. Thank you, Father. She's your precious daughter. Just flood her this evening, Holy Spirit, with your love. There he is. Just more, Lord. Just more of you. So grateful. So thankful. Never the same. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Okay, this is what we're going to do. If you have kids and you want to go home because of your children, I'm going to pray for all the parents with children. You don't have to fetch your children. You can come up now. We're going to pray for you. You can fetch your children. If you want to be prayed for later on with your children, that's fine too. But I want to ask all the parents to come up first so we can pray for them so our kids, so that our kids' volunteers can come as well. Is that right? Okay, so once you've been prayed for, I want you to, to ask if you can please fetch your children so that, so that the volunteers can be released and then you're welcome to bring them back and you can even get a double portion, amen. <laughs> Just because you're all so beautiful. Dylan, will you minister with me? I'm going to pray, and I'm going to ask you once you've been prayed for, 
I don't want to rush you, but, but once you've been prayed for, can you go back to your seat? <laughs> if the Lord's busy with you, I don't want to interrupt that. But if you, if you can go back to your seat after you've been prayed for, we have a lot of people to pray for. I don't want to rush you. If, you. if you're on the ground or the Holy Spirit's busy with you, you can stay, okay? But, but, I, but, I, but once you've been prayed for, if you can go back to your seat, please do that. And don't forget, you guys, if you can get your children once we've prayed for you. And then I'm gonna call my age group, everybody to come forward. Father, we're so grateful. Holy Spirit, we are so grateful. Now I ask, Lord, it's the Holy Spirit Fire Conference, but really, Lord, we just want you to do whatever you wanna do in their lives. Fill them, touch them, heal them, deliver them, draw them closer to you, whatever it is, God, that you have for them. I ask that you come. And I'm so grateful that you, that you are faithful and that you are good. So I release right now, I release breakthrough, healing, deliverance, miracles. I release great faith. I release your, your anointing. I release your presence over them right now. Gifts to them. Father, some are trusting you for gifts of the Spirit. I release it to them in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for it right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. While, while you're waiting for your turn, can I ask you, you guys were so awesome on Saturday night, the way you were praying with, with us. Can you participate with us this evening? Just stretch your hands out towards them. We're gonna sing worship songs. You can participate in the worship, but pray with us. Your, your turn is coming as well. And stay hungry. Keep, keep, keep a desperation this evening. Father, I thank you.
Your face, it shines a glory that I only know in part. And there is still a longing, a longing in my heart.
Just as your mercy revival in our city, we wait for you, Lord. We wait for you, Lord. We Just as your mercy revival in our city, we wait for you, Lord. Christ our King, Forever glorified. 
couple of the age groups. You stay here. We're going to be with you in a minute, okay? Can you just call them, please? Okay, if I can ask everybody um, the age of 60 and up, if you can just come forward and form a line here in the front. We will really appreciate that. Father, I, th I thank you this evening for what you've done so far, but I ask God that you will continue to come, that you will touch these with fresh fire, with fresh hunger, with fresh zeal. Lord, that you will encounter them this evening in the name that is above every name. I thank you for it. I thank you, God, for holy hunger. I thank you, God, for your presence, for the anointing that breaks the yoke, for deliverance, for healing, for breakthrough. I set myself in agreement. We stand in agreement with you right now for it in Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Christ our King. 
Amazing grace, amazing grace, 
Rest upon us, Holy Spirit, sweet and gentle counselor. Breath of God, we seek your presence, because what we've had is not enough. Rest upon us, Holy Spirit.
until we overflow. Rest until we overflow. Holy are you, Lord. Holy are you,
faire. Amen. Father, we thank you. Lord, I pray. Lord, I pray that you just touch them this evening. Touch them with fresh fire, God. Lord, you know what they need. So we don't even need to ask because they've already asked. But I ask, Lord, that you touch them. Now, everybody over the age of 50, come, come, come. Quickly, quickly, come. Come, God is moving. Come. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
Spirit come 
Come now, let's give the Lord some praise, amen. Let's give Him thanks for what He's done so far this evening. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Thank you. 
Let's, let's go. Let's give the Lord a clap. Amen. Amen.
Everybody over the age of 20, come now, let's give the Lord a clap, amen.
that's left under 20s and if 
anybody that, that has and not been prayed for, you can come now. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. Let's just give the Lord a clap. Amen. Thank you guys so much for staying and being patient. Amen. Forevermore, worthy is your name. 
all the all the catchers, all the all the um, the guys that have been serving, we're going to pray for you now. Amen. Amen. All the, I mean, you know, it's up to you. <laughs> come, come. <laughs>
Let's get everybody up front. He's been praying for
All right, we've got time for one song. Is that okay? All right, let's give the Lord some praise and we'll close the evening.
for what you have done. Lord, let it be a deep work. Let it be life-changing, God. Lord, let it, let, it, let it draw us closer to you. Every encounter, every touch, God, every precious person, they are yours. And you love them so much, God. And I just pray, Lord, that you would draw each and every one of us, Lord, closer and closer. And I pray for everyone that was here this evening, Lord, that, that tomorrow morning when they wake up, God, they will, they will know, they will know that they have met with you. And Father, I just pray for blessing, for breakthrough, for deliverance, for healing. And I thank you for it. And we just love you so much, God. We are so grateful to you for what you have done. And Father, like we always do in this place, we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for staying all the way to the end. Have a wonderful, peaceful night. Drive safely. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. May he give you the joy of the Lord and the strength of God. In Jesus' name, we love you. Thank you.